Welcome, 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 everybody out there in internet land. Welcome to the Saucecast, only here on Valuetainment, the number one channel in the world for entrepreneurs, for capitalists, for free thinkers, is what we do here at Valuetainment. Uh, welcome to the Saucecast, ladies and gentlemen, where finance meets romance, the sexiest financial show in the world. My name's Adam Sosnick. You know this, you, you know this, you got this. You can call me Saz, and along with my little friend over here, we're here for one reason, we got one mission. It's very simple, it's very effective, it's a highly thought out strategy, and that is we wanna see you get paid, laid, Yo, Andrew, and do it your way. Okay, we got that uh, audio in the background, we good, gentlemen? All right, thank you for that. Um, thank you guys for being here. Uh, when I tell you we've got a lot of action going on this week, ooh wee, we got a lot planned for you. I'm not sure if you've heard, uh, but this Friday, June 2nd, 6 p.m. here in Fort Lauderdale is the Fresh and Fit Valuetainment Sauzcast collab. Uh, last night, Patrick and myself were down in Miami on the Fresh and Fit podcast with Myron, with Walt. We talked all sorts of things, all sorts of topics. Who's ruining America? Who's helping America? What you can do to strategize, to win, to outwork, to outimprove, to outlast, everything that goes with that. Uh, we learned that uh, Walt's turned into quite the uh, fresh, quite, uh, quite the lover boy. Myron's standing pat. Uh, he's going to get married, potentially, but four wives. So uh, I respect the hell out of that. You know me, I'm just looking for some love out there. And, uh, of course, I'll be signing a prenup so I can save that money, uh, even though, you know, you, you have... Uh, uh, certain opinions of your own when it comes to this kind of thing. That's fine. Mm -hmm. um, but we're very excited for this Friday. Um, the uh, we're doing a giveaway. We're yes. doing giveaways in the. Why don't you explain what's going on in the in the giveaway? And then we have a special guest popping in via Zoom uh, right after the giveaway. Awesome. Well, happy Saucecast, everybody. Um, we'll be doing a raffle like we've been doing for the last two episodes. So we will be taking your Super Chats, $5 or more. Uh, once we hit 20 Super Chats, we'll start putting your name into the raffle. And in the end, we'll put it in the wheel. And we'll let the wheel pick the winner to get two lucky tickets to the first ever Fresh and Fit uh, Value Team and Saucecast live event. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much will be it for um, Super Chats. Uh, aside from that, make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe, share, do all that fun stuff. Um, because today we have a lot to talk about and a special guest in the building. So without further ado, Sauce, take it away. Yeah. Um, speaking of this live event, speaking of Fresh and Fit, uh, I believe we have a special guest that's going to pop in uh, to kind of give his expectations for this event this upcoming Friday. So uh, brace for impact, everybody. Uh, returning to Sazcast and returning to Valuetainment, let's see if you guys recognize this gentleman popping in live via Zoom. Oh! Uh-oh. Hey. Myron What's Gaines up, in How the house. Doing? How we doing? How we doing? How we doing? Long time no see. Yeah, man. It's been a while, hasn't it? It's been a few years. It's been a few hours, I believe. We were uh, yeah. We were on the PPD <laughs> podcast this morning, uh, which was people great. I feel like uh, people saw a different side of you today. Um, yeah. They, they kind of saw uh, the, the breadth of your knowledge when it comes to politics, investigations. 
obviously you working at Homeland Security, everything with that, your take on masculinity, your take on relationships these days. Uh, what did you think about uh, this morning's podcast with PBD? It was great, man. Um, a lot of po I was looking through the comments in the chat. Really positive. They really enjoyed it. Uh, I might have to, you know, come up every now and then and jump in with you guys whenever you do a home, home team show or whenever you guys are, you know, having an open discussion on current events. Because I definitely, you know, try to keep my ear to uh, the news. And obviously, there's a lot of fake news out there, so you got to be able to filter out what's real and what's not. Yeah. Uh, no, I think that was great. Um, I know how bad traffic is in Miami, so I, I empathize with you, brother. Yeah. Uh, um, and then last night, we had a sick, we had a sick show on uh, Fresh and Fit, PBD and myself, you and Walt, little two-on-two -two action. Um, I think PBD was cooking up some stuff in the kitchen, dropping some knowledge. I think that uh, I think he moved my, I think he moved Walt a little bit. I don't know. What was your take on? Uh, what, what did what did Fresh have to say after the podcast? What were your thoughts? No, no, it was it was a great discussion, man. Uh, PBD always drops a lot of wisdom. I always learn something new when I listen to him speak, and uh, you know, just an OG in the game. So it's always uh, great to have him and have these discussions. You know, it's 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 great. You know, it's 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 always good to talk to a like-minded individuals that you know have uh, you know quite a bit of life experience that I can learn from versus dumb bimbos. <laughs> Why? What kind of experience do you have hanging out with dumb bimbos? I've never seen you sur surrounded <laughs> oh, by man. 10, 12, 15 women. What are you talking about? Dude, holy. Yo, it's, it's crazy, man. It's like uh, I'll have a high IQ discussion like during a daytime show, and then we'll go with the girls, and I'll have to like purposely like bring myself down like 30 IQ points to be able to have a conversation yeah, with some of these it, girls. It, it's, uh, I know the feeling. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's <laughs> different, man. It's different. <laughs> what was that? No, I was going to say it's it's even worse because, like, I mean, just in general, like, people down here in South Florida are just dumber. But just no offense to anybody from South Florida, but just people here in general are dumber So than other parts of the country. So then you take the dumb pe people that are already fairly dumb, and then you add in, like, hot bimbos, then it's like, bro, the dumbest of the dumb. Well, I, I, I want to hear your, your, your um, summary of why you think that is. I have an opinion. I think there's two reasons. Number one, the language barrier. So... Uh, I can't tell you how many times I'm just dealing with just nonsensical situations because just the language barrier being here in South Florida. And then number two, yeah. there's this kind of like we were talking about today, um, just the entitlement mentality. I think because it's such hot weather, you have less clothes, so women are hotter, at least perception-wise. And the hotter a woman is, the less she has to bring to the table. I don't know if you might have heard that why women deserve less. I don't know if you ever heard that comment before. <laughs> um, but I feel like a lot of women just rely on their looks to get by. And that might last you a few years in your 20s. But that will uh, come to bite you in the end, certainly as you age or hit the wall. What's, what, what's your, uh, I guess, realization of why maybe the brains don't match the beauty here in South so Florida? Yeah, like, so this, so this is what I've just realized, because um, I, I grew up in the Northeast, right? I grew up in Connecticut, went to college in Boston, lived on the Northeast my entire life. And I can undoubtedly say that people are just smarter in the Northeast in general than, than in, uh, you know, the South in general. Or not anywhere all, in the country, the for that time. matter. Anywhere in the country, the Northeast yeah. typically. Yeah. That's where the country was founded, yeah. and then kind of people went West, young man, that whole thing. Yeah, you know, I mean, all the Ivy League schools are, are in the Northeast. You know, Correct. you got some of the best universities in the world that are concentrated in the Northeast. So people in general are smarter from the Northeast. Now, with that said, right, and that's just a generality. It's not always, but in general, right? But 
down here in South Florida, yes, I agree that um, here in South Florida, especially namely Miami, I'm going to kind of point out Miami, um, the girls, right, it's like there's no need to be smart because it's like no one cares about your intelligence here because this city, and which is, I mean, the generality of the world in general, the hell goes. But on top of that, like you get by way more by being a hot chick than by being intelligent, which is cool. Like, hey, I don't give a shit about a girl's intelligence like that because as long as she's inquisitive, and she wants to learn, I could work with that. But if you're just a moron and you don't want to learn at all and you're just like kind of stuck in your ways or whatever, that's when I have problems. I don't have problems with a dumb girl. I have a problem with a dumb girl that wants to stay dumb. That's my issue. But people down here typically want to stay dumb, unfortunately. So it is what it is. You know, it's tough to have high, higher IQ conversations with chicks because they're morons down here. But hey, it's, it's fine. You get, that's what you get What you get when you deal with hotter girls in general. Hot girls a lot of times are stupid. It's just how it is. <laughs> And the, the the one thing I will say is I don't care if, you know, you can be the hottest girl in the world. You can be the stupidest girl in the world. Uh, what I don't put up with is lack of gratitude. Uh, guys will do a yeah. lot for women based on beauty, based on access to them, based on being in their world, in their atmosphere. And sometimes all a guy wants you to say is, hear you say is, thank you, thank you. Thank you for dinner. Thank you for drinks. Thank you for letting me in here. Thank you for letting me be a part of this. It's not that hard to do. The challenge is that women down here feel so entitled to free drinks, free food, free access, yeah. free clubs, free tickets, free partying, that the concept of saying thank you is almost foreign to them, to some of these foreigners. What's your experience with that? Um, yeah, dude. I mean, uh, one of the, my biggest pet peeves is, and I've noticed that just from being down here in Miami, especially, you know, this isn't indicative of the South. That's one thing I will say. People down here are nicer, though, in the South in general, which is why I like the South better and I've been living down here. Um, one thing I've noticed that's very common, especially in Miami, is people don't say fucking thank you down here, which really pisses me off. Like, I hold the door open, especially for girls. And they'll just like, they'll just walk by. And a lot of times I make a point to say, you're fucking welcome, man. Like, and this is what I mean when I say like a lot of, not, not all of course, but um, there's a staggering majority of chicks that just are not appreciative of any type of chivalrous treatment, which is why I tell guys all the time, being a gentleman is not gonna get you anywhere in 2023. Women have to earn chivalry from you nowadays. They can't just be expected because the problem is that thousands of sims before you have given a chivalrous treatment. So girls no longer appreciate it. Yeah, dude, I, so our threshold for Frank Castling women is a little bit different. Like, my my uh, like I'll do it, but it might take me a different level or two than you, right? This is kind of, you know, I don't want to, you know, steal your thunder. This is your world. But the one time, this wasn't even on a show. I'm at you. You, you were at Art Basel this year. Did you did you step outside the house for that at all? No, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> it's funny. We're doing a whole man. episode about get Art out of the house. Art Basel attracts a lot of degenerates, man. I feel you. So I'm at Art Basel. Yeah. We're in the sand. There's an art exhibit. Thousands of people there. It's the last day. It's Sunday. It's, a, it's like fireworks. It's an amazing thing. And I see these two like Latina chicks over there, like typical Miami girls. They're late 30s. They bought themselves a couple plastic pieces to kind of keep up with the 20-something-year-olds, but it ain't, it, it ain't working. But I'm sure guys are yeah. sipping over them. And I realize that one of the girls dropped her ID on the floor. And I'm waiting for her to, to even pick it up. She doesn't see it. And as just being a good person, I walk over. I'm probably 10 steps away. And I go, oh, hey, is this your ID? You dropped it. Myron, I swear to God, this girl picks it up, <laughs> looks at it, looks at it, puts it in her purse, 
No thank you, no acknowledgement, no nothing. Bro, I Frank Castled her out of an Art Basel exhibit. I was like, what is wrong with you? I just found your ID. Like, be gone. Like, bitch, be gone spray. I wish I had. She's like, I, I, I don't have no idea. I was like, I, I can't even deal with your nonsense right now. But that, that's sort of indicative of what, what I've seen. Now, not all women are like this. I'm not trying to put all women out like that. But that is the problem with some women, especially women that rely on their looks more than their brains or what they're bringing to the table. Well, I, I always tell guys not to get angry because a lot of guys let this like piss them off, right? Like a lot of guys legitimately get like rage off of, you know, how a lot of modern day women are unappreciative, um, not polite, very entitled, very rude, etc. And what I tell guys all the time is put yourself in this in this woman's shoes for a second, right? Because like I always say, men, you gotta you gotta be empathetic towards the female uh, experience if you want to get laid versus women don't have to be empathetic to the male experience. To get laid. That's the difference. So men have to understand well women. Said. Women don't have to understand men. And if you don't believe me, watch all the shows where we ask girls, what do men want? They're fucking clueless. But anyway, I digress. The point is this. If you, you turn 18 and graduated from high school and then you start getting DMs from Kim Kardashian saying, I'll fly you out to L.A. Or you're getting hit up by uh, models that have posed on Victoria's Secret you talk, if runway models are hitting you up on Instagram saying, I'll fly you, I'll put you on a boat, come to this party, etc. And they're giving you all these experiences, these opportunities for nothing more than the fact that you're a dude and you have a dick. Well, guess what would happen after three, four, five, ten years of being given a lavish life for nothing more than the fact that you're a male? You would probably end up being a piece of shit, wouldn't you? You would be entitled. You would think you're special. You would think everyone deserves Everyone needs to bow down on their feet anytime you give them time. You would literally think you're the shit. And that's how a lot of modern-day women think. If you've been getting the type of attention and the type of adoration that a lot of these modern-day girls get for nothing more than the fact that they have a vagina, you would probably be worse than these chicks. So guys can't get mad. They just have to understand, okay, this is how the world is nowadays. A lot of these girls, I have to move accordingly. I have to put a price to my attention. I have to put a price to my time. I have to not sit here and just validate women for nothing more than the fact that they're 19 years old, hot, and have a vagina. No, I have to make these girls comp- I have to make these girls basically chase my validation. And once guys figure this out and they're able to understand that this is the existence that many modern day attractive women have in 2023, it will let them say, "Okay, now I see why they behave this way. Let me adapt versus crying or having red pill rage or being angry and hating women." No. We teach you guys this stuff not so that you can hate women, but so that you're not going to hate women for what they're never going to be to you, bro, which is an idealistic lover, right? Shout out to Roll Tomasi on that one. But that's what this awareness is about. It's so that you understand women so that you don't hate them. The problem is that a lot of guys hate women because they don't understand them and they don't understand their experience. The way they behave is a direct byproduct of the sexual marketplace and where we are today with technology, social media, endless validation, etc. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. And I think you're absolutely right. And this is why I always encourage men to play the long game because I, I love your story. No dudes getting flown out, 19 years old. Unless you're freaking Zion Williamson and you're playing with Duke and you're getting recruited to the NBA, right? No dude is getting flown out. No dude's getting hit up. Just doesn't work that way. Uh, but women yeah. are. Uh, but what women, um, what men will eventually understand is sometimes it's going to take five years, 10 years, 15 years. Sometimes you might wait till you're 30, 35, 40, but your time will come. And at that point, you like your options will have an infinite reach out there and that same girl that you're hollering at when you're 19 20 21 you're going to kick her to the curb because you're going to have a hot 21 year old uh 
to deal with yourself. So I, I think yeah, that's... Guys got to understand that women get their money up front. You get your money on the back end only if you work hard, right? I've, I've said if you're going to give, give an analysis, like a comparison, successful men are like self-made millionaires. Women in general are trust fund babies. They're giving their value up front. They get their million dollars as soon as they turn 18. It's on, on them to spend it correctly. You, on the other hand, you get your money on the back end and you're able to enjoy that money for a much longer period, assuming you do the work. It's all under the assumption that you're actually going to go out there and do something. But if you don't do the work, it's a terrible existence as a man. But your light will burn brighter. Excuse me. It will burn longer and more sustainably than a woman's. A woman's will burn brighter, but it's going to be short. Brother, he's dropping gems out here. Anyway, if you want to see more of this, uh, we're doing a live event here at Valuetainment Studios in Fort Lauderdale with Myron, with Fresh. We're going to have 20 women on the panel. Uh, uh, discussing, debating, conversating. Uh, are you allowing Chris to be here? Well, how's that going to work? We got some Hennessy. Yeah, Chris will be there too, guys. You'll be able to hear peanut butter, Mr. Hennessy. He'll be there as well. <laughs> and Mo. So um, I think we're going to have a link below in the chat. Mm -hmm. It's uh, uh, 5990liveevent.com. Um, Myron, what are you looking forward to on Friday? What can the crowd expect? What kind of Myron is going to show up this Friday? Hey, man, uh, the Myron that they already know and come and learn to love, uh, know and love. And uh, we're, we're definitely going to be out there in full force, guys. Um, I'm going to make sure I come by and shake every single person's hand that attends the live, right? I mean, the fact that Valley Sam is able to get you guys these tickets at 50 bucks is fucking crazy. Shout out to them. Um, the general admission, I think last time I looked, we got less than 20 tickets left. So y'all got to get in right now if you guys want to get in. The VIPs are sold out. It's been sold out for, for a while now. So... Um, but if you want to meet, shake my hand, I'll say what's up to you and everything, no matter, you know, what ticket price you get at, I'll make sure, uh, you know, I think that's very important to be able to meet the people and shake their hands. And that's, that's what I'm focused on. And then obviously giving y'all a good show and, uh, yeah, having some tough discussions that most people aren't, um, <laughs> privy to having nowadays. Yeah. I think it's going to be a dynamic that they have not seen out of you or, um, or, or Walt. I think there's going to be a live event. It's going to be raucous in here. There's going to be chicks. There's going to be DJ. There's going to be alcohol flowing. Myron's going to be spitting game. We're going to have clips. We're going to have games. We're going to have all sorts of stuff going on. I think we have about 20 tickets left yeah. of the 200 that are being sold. Uh, VIP is sold out. Uh, I think the premiere, there's a handful of tickets left, mm -hmm. and the rest is GA. But get your tickets now. Uh, or Myron is going to have to Frank Castle you out of his life, which you don't need in your life. Uh, all right, brother. Yeah, man. Fine. I mean, it, this is going to be our first live event, man. So for all you guys that want to meet us and be able to catch a show live, because I get DMs every single day. Yo, I want to watch a show live in the studio. Come on, man. Realistically speaking, I can't do that, right? So, um, you know, I live here and shit, and I got a bunch of girls. Like, that's a security hazard. So if you guys want to watch a live show, you're going to get that opportunity. Shout out to Vice Tamer for hosting it for y'all. Fort Lauderdale, June 2nd, 6 p.m. Make sure you're there at 5 so you can get through security and everything else like that and be able to sit down and get your seat and get a good seat. And, yeah, man, it's going to be lit, man. You'll be able to meet me and Fresh in real life. You'll be able to meet Peanut Butter Chris. You'll be able to meet Fat Ass Mo. And it's going to be lit, man. He's lost over 100 pounds. You guys are going to be able to see him in person. And I think, um, yeah, man, y'all will be able to. It's going to be a great show. I'm excited for it. Uh, we're all excited for it. The team's ready for you. Uh, thanks for joining the Zoom. I know that uh, you need to get some sleep right now. I'm sure you're yeah, running on try. fumes. I'll hit you after the show. We'll coordinate on that thing I got to grab. Uh, thank cool. you, Myron, awesome. for being on. 
Even Nat wants to give you a hug and kiss yes. and say hi. Hi. <laughs> well, I saw you earlier. I met yeah. you earlier. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I, I will say this, though. Your, your friend, man, she is fat, though. She was trying to make fun of John. <laughs> Listen, you guys, you guys can handle that. For me, it's over. You know, you guys figure that out. You want to keep... All right. Well, if you want to see more good. drama for your mama, uh, Friday, June 2nd, uh, Myron and Fresh in the house here on the Sauzcast on Valuetainment. Looking forward to it, brother. I'll catch you later. All right. Later, Peace guys. Out. Peace. Bye. That's the man right there. Nice. Woo-wee. Angel, what kind of intermission you got going on? Hey-oh. All right, go. anyways, guys, thank you for that. Uh, I appreciate Myron for making the time. He was on the PBD podcast. I don't even know if he slept from last night after we did the, uh, the Fresh and Fit podcast. Uh, but we have a lot of things to cover on uh, today's show, um, but I appreciate him popping in. Joey, the link's out there. Um, all right, cool. Uh, anything we need to address or anything that we need to do before we get the show started? Nat, you're going to be reading good. the Super Chats. I'll be reading the We're going to be doing giveaways of tickets at the end of the show. Nat, what's the chat talking about? Um, chat's excited. We're excited for the event. We're getting some um, chats already so they can be entered into the raffle. But we are waiting for 20 of those $5 chats, and then we'll start entering into the raffle. Um, give us some good questions today. I know we're going to be covering some interesting topics. Um, and I just kind of want to get started. All right, let's get this thing started. So here are some of the stories that we're going to be covering today on the SauceCast. Um, and then, of course, we're going to be giving away two free tickets to the Fresh and Fit SauceCast Valuetainment event here on Friday. All right, Pitbull's advice to young people out there, uh, which I think is so apropos, um, why millennials should never be home. Uh, I have a hilarious story, an amazing story, uh, of me partying with Vin Diesel, I'll share that. What, uh, what Kevin Daniel, Kev, what Kevin Samuels has to say about being outside the house. Gucci Mane talking about happy wife, happy life. I don't know how. See how I feel about that. Mm. Why, you know, the NBA Finals are just getting started with Miami mother in heat. Saw that in the finals, which is insane. Yep. Uh, I got some advice from former NBA Finals. MVP, Kevin Durant, why he doesn't want kids. We'll talk about that. Why he hasn't had kids yet. Jordan Peterson defends men. Andrew Schultz shits on feminism. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about Jeff Bezos's alleged prenup with his engagement to Lauren Sanchez. What you can do to calm down a crazy girlfriend. And then we'll have a special happy ending today um, in honor of USC champion Israel Adesanya. Yep. So... Let's get this party started. Shout out to the Black Eyed Peas. So um, let's talk about Pitbull. Pitbull, if you're not keeping in touch with Pitbull or keeping up with what Pitbull's got going on, dude is dropping gems on yes. podcasts left and right. You know, in 2020, he was one of the speakers at one of PBD's events for PHP in 2020 at their uh, virtual live event. This was during COVID. Um, no. Oh, Pitbull. Okay. Oh, okay, Pitbull. Did I say I was Gucci like, Mane? No, I thought you, no, I thought you were talking about Gucci Mane. I was like, yeah. I wasn't there. No. I was supposed Pitbull. to be there. Talking about Pitbull. Yeah. And I was so impressed with what he had to say, and I've been keeping up with what he had going on. Now, one of the the one of the gals, Jenny Valdez, who used to be on the Sauscast, one of the first girls who used to be on the show, she was um, a frequent guest. She was one of Pitbull's dancers. She was part of a group called the baddest ones. So she would tell me stories about how smart he was mm. and how much information he has. Now, he came from the streets of Miami. Now, Pitbull 
People now he's known as Mr. Worldwide. Yep. I remember when he was known as Mr. 305. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. 305. <laughs> and he was a rapper and he was hanging out with Slip and Slide Records and Uncle Luke and this is stuff that I was raised on yeah. in the 80s and 90s. And it's amazing to see Pitbull's success. But a lot of what happens was when you find your voice and you find your niche in this world. Uh, you know, they say that it's your job to find what you want to be in life, find your gift, but then you should give it away. There's a famous quote about that. And that's exactly what Pitbull is doing. Is he found his gift, obviously singing, making music, making hits. Um, but now he's giving away knowledge. And I think it's very important. And that his commentary on young people today is completely necessary at this time. And basically he's saying, listen, it's official. We've officially lost the art of conversation amongst actual people. Social interaction. It's been relegated to Instagram DMs and dating apps, right? So Pitbull actually had this to say about the state of society today, especially amongst young people. Let's play this clip with volume. A society, as they live, they say with social media is the socializing, what reality TV is the reality. So therefore, you don't have really kids that are, that are doing this anymore, having this conversation, look at, look at each other in the eyes, give each other a firm handshake. They live by these two words, it's followers and likes. And I tell them, man, hey, you don't want to be a follower, and who cares if they like you or not? What you want to be is a leader and unique. <laughs> Leaders make a difference. Leaders are the ones that take risks. Uh -huh. And my, my teacher, Hope Martinez, who changed my life, and you'll hear me always talking about it because it's the truth, she told me the biggest risk you take is not taking one. So in these times, you got to be ready to take risks. You got to be ready to uh, feel uncomfortable because that's what makes you create uh, solutions today's society as they live they say with social media cool. is to social joey all right love what he said they say social media today is to socializing as to what reality tv is to actual reality mm. we all know <laughs> that reality tv is scripted and is not reality just like social media is not actually socializing i also love what he said about social media is basically relegated to followers and likes mm -hmm. forget about followers and likes be a leader and be unique. Yes. Last thing that I took from that was you need to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. One of the, I've got, I'm not that dude with a million different quotes up, okay? I think I have three quotes <laughs> in my office, Yeah. okay? One of them is save that money. We all know <laughs> that, okay? Yes. The other one is from the Bronx Tale with Chaz Palminteri, which mm. is so amazing to me that we become friends and content creators together because I used to write down this quote every day of my life in my teens and in my 20s and I was solving for what the hell I was doing with my life. And that quote is, the saddest thing in life is wasted talent. And I said, Adam, you're a talented dude. You got it going on, figure it the F out. I didn't know what I was gonna do. I didn't know where I was going. I just know that I had talent. And it's incredible when I'm doing podcasts with Chaz Palminteri, I'm like, dude, I used to write your famous quote every single day on my to-do list, every day. Mm -hmm. And he goes, oh, here's a card wow. that said the saddest thing in life is, he's like, I give it away to everybody. I go, this is wow. surreal. But the third thing that I have quotes on my desk is your comfort zone will kill you, mm -hmm. okay? And that's essentially what people, is, the basic premise of what he's talking about right there is that you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. If you're constantly in the confines of your home, if you're constantly not exploring, if you're constantly not basically reaching out and getting out there and exploring the world, it's like you're never gonna grow. Growth comes from being uncomfortable. Anytime you've done anything big in your life, 
it's because you were vulnerable, you were uncomfortable, you weren't ready for it, you weren't unsure of yourself, you didn't know the confidence. But what happens is you develop confidence as you become more competent. This is something that we talk about with Fresh and Fit. But everything that you do in life, it's going to, it's going to snowball the more and more that you build confidence, okay? I remember the first freaking podcast video I did, okay? I was like, oh, uh, <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> like, just that's just what like happens. That. Mm -hmm. The first time I did stand-up comedy, I'm like, hey, <laughs> I'm a stand-up comedian, <laughs> okay? The first time that I played football, they put me in the game in varsity in 10th grade. Bro, nearly pissed my pants. <laughs> Senior year, I was the captain of the team, MVP of the team, all county, led the county in receptions as a wide receiver. Good things take time, but you need to get the, out of the house yeah. and get, un, get comfortable being uncomfortable in order for these things to grow. Everybody, you know, how long does it take a tree to grow, right? Could take years, could take decades, but people want to, want to just plant a seed and see a tree. Mm -hmm. That's not how this thing works. That's not how investing works. That's not how money works. And that's not how self personal growth works investing in yourself right. so i think uh at the end of the day pitbull is killing this thing uh and at the end of the day uh he talks about being a leader not a follower and not being con so concerned with likes and being unique i know i remember when i asked you a question one time about what you think is the most attractive qualities in men charisma ambition being handsome being this being that and you said leader yep that to you was like such a great quality. Yes. What, what is it about being a leader uh, that resonates with you as a woman? Um, to me, I think being a leader is you're accepting responsibility in all areas of your life. Um, and that's sometimes hard for people. I think sometimes you think leader, it's only in one area or a specific area. But to me, a leader is that you're able to take everything that you have as a challenge and take it you know, to the next level um, and be an example. And it's not saying that the leader won't make mistakes. A lot of times people think leaders are perfect, um, but believe it or not, they're made up from their mistakes and their, their past. So to me, I think being a leader is taking the ultimate responsibility of your life and accountability. Um, and I think that's attractive. A lot of the time today when, you know, there's trends going on and, and you know, everybody wants to kind of follow the flow, I think what how you find leaders is the people who go against that flow and create a new uh, community and an environment and story. Um, so to me, you know, leading is great. Love that. So uh, anyway, shout out to Pitbull for his advice. So you might be saying, all right, cool. Saz, I hear you. Thank you, Pitbull. Thank you for the advice. Um, get comfortable being uncomfortable. All right. Uh, social media is not socializing, mm -hmm. right? Just like Reality TV is not reality. Cool, got it. What's your message? What can I do about this? How can I uh, not allow my comfort zone to kill me? Well, according to an NYU professor, it's actually very simple, okay? And it's actually come down to five words. I just had to count it out. There you, go. <laughs> you can count. Might be six words, I can count. <laughs> but it's actually very simple. Professor Scott Galloway, who we've covered on the the podcast multiple times to talk about the decline in men and the feminization of men and what's wrong with men he actually said that the solution is actually very simple for men so would you like to know what the solution is yes okay his solution is get the fuck out the house <laughs> simple. that's his simple solution mm. get 
the fuck out the house. There you go. Says six words. <laughs> Let's hear it in his own words. Oh, audio? I think. The amount of time you spend at home is inversely correlated to your success professionally and romantically. Should we start it? You be at home. That's what I tell young people. Start at home is Joe. for seven hours of sleep, and that's mm -hmm. it. The amount of time you spend at home is inversely correlated to your success professionally and romantically. You mm. need to be out of the house. Mm. Okay. Get the out the house. You know, Kevin Samuels used to say, life happens outside the house. It's so amazing that you can be completely different. Kevin Samuels, godfather, OG of the red pill, that's one community. Professor Scott Galloway, super liberal guy, mm -hmm. okay? NYU professor, okay? Also says the same thing. If you're a man and you're sitting in the house all day, you're missing the world. You know, Ferris Bueller said, listen, you know, uh, sometimes you got to stop and smell the, the roses or the world's going to pass you by. That's exactly what's happening. I remember um, there, there were, uh, Timberland did a remake with um, Justin Timberlake back in the day, and it was dance. Don't hold the wall. Uh, don't hold the wall. And that's indicative of what's going on here. Standing on the wall, being a wallflower, staying inside your house, not getting out there in public, putting yourself out there is a recipe for disaster as a young man. You need to get out the house. Okay? So according to Professor Scott Galloway, your time at home equates to your professional romantic success. Your time outside the home. Okay? Mm -hmm. So find places to hang out. If you're not working... Be socializing, be networking, be at the gym, be at bars, be at happy hours, be at events, go talk to chicks, go recruit, go recruit, go be recruited, go hang out, meet women, get approached, get rejected, it's all good, come here, go there, say hi to a girl, take her home, take her back to your place, go meet another chick, go meet a business partner, have fun, go out, don't go home, shit, shower, shave, sleep, done, <laughs> get the fuck back out the house. Okay? People need to be less comfortable in their comfortable-ass bed. Okay? Mm -hmm. So they said that Gen Z is more prone to anxiety than any previous generation. Mm. Uh, get out the house. Have some success. Fail a little bit. Get as many at-bats as possible out there. IRL. Mm. In the real world. In real life. In life. Okay? <laughs> I was like, yeah. W-L. WTF, Saz. <laughs> All right. In the real world, in real life. Yes. And I think it's so funny. There's a couple messages that are happening here. Pitbull said it. Mm -hmm. Professor Scott Galloway's saying it. Uh, Kevin Samuels is saying it. If those three legends are saying the same thing, I mean, who am I to judge? Uh, you're talking to somebody that has made a name for himself in the business world, in the podcast world, in the nightlife world, simply for being outside the house and not being home. You know, I say this all the time. Sometimes your best ability is your availability. I'm like, what's up? What are we doing? Where are we going? Who's hanging out? We're going to an event. We're going to a concert. We're going to a business meeting. All right, we're going to a happy hour. We're going to go meet these girls. What are we doing? We're going to go see this game. All right, cool. I'm out the house. I'm out the house. I'm out the house. Uh, that part of that is because well, the way I was raised in such a chaotic environment in my house, mm. I... I didn't, I didn't have to l hear a message like this. I didn't want to go home. Mm. The second that I left my house today for school, I did not come home until it was time for me to go to sleep. Mm. That was my life throughout 
basically all of middle school, all of elementary school. Wow. I'm out the door. I'll see you at midnight, and I go to sleep. Mm. That was my life. But what did that mean I did? I'd go to friends' houses. I would go to the mall. I would go to different plazas. I would go to girls' houses. I would go to study groups. I would be playing in my sports leagues. I'd be competing. I'd be doing preparation. Whatever it was, mm. being home, sitting on the fucking TV, sitting around, eating snacks. Now kids are playing video games. They're doing their Twitch thing. They're doing their whatever social media thing. Uh, unless you're engaging in social media stuff that is actually helping you grow and helping your mindset, turn it off. Mm -hmm. Forget about it. Yeah. This stuff didn't exist when I was a kid. So I, you know, I don't know what, what, um, what kids are doing today. So I, was, I didn't have to hear this type of message about getting out of the house because I grew up in such a chaotic environment with my mm. father and all the people that would be in the house and the <laughs> individuals that would be at the house, what I would call the retard farm. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to go home. Retard. So I was forced to go make friends and go forced to meet people. Wow. But sometimes when people have it so good, they can just sit in their house, they're on the confines of their comfortable home, in their room, on their computer, on their laptop. They don't need to go out. They can get an Instacart if they want food, Uber Eats, they can get Amazon. Anything you want is at a fingertip. You literally don't need to leave the house these days. Yeah. Okay? So some people need to force themselves to get the out the house. Okay? So, uh, if all those guys are saying this message, I'm just going to reaffirm that message. Shout out to Pitbull, Kevin Samuels, Professor Scott Galloway. Ladies and gentlemen, get out of the house. Um, let me tell you a funny story about getting out of the house. Uh-oh. Okay. Can we tell a story time? Can we do a little story time real quick? Story time. So it's so funny. Every time I get out of the house, something good happens. Something good happens. Oh. Except for that one time that I had to take Kai out with his friends. I was like, never again. <laughs> Love you, Kai. But you that was daddy daycare. No, daddy daycare. I'm not here to babysit for young all of men us. On, a, on a college trip. <laughs> for all of us. Okay. But every time I decide to leave the house, I meet someone, I see a business contact, I socialize, yes. I meet a beautiful woman, I run into a friend, something happens, an opportunity, I see a valuetainer, all the above, something wonderful always happens. Mm -hmm. So on this particular evening, I was not going to leave the house. Oh. And a buddy of mine was like, dude, we're going out. I'm like, ah, I'm not feeling up to it. We're going out. We're going to go to live in Miami, VIP section. We're good. It's called the cluster. Everyone's going to be there. Purple, he's the big time promoter. He's going to set us up. We're going to hang with him. Done. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. Drag me out to the VIP section at the number one club in Miami at the table with all the girls and the promoters and free drinks. And all right, fine. Twist my arm. Done. All right, cool. So what happened was a very interesting party that night. So we there, been, been there, done that. We partied, drinks, fun, chicks, all the above, all that. All of a sudden, shout out to Purple, if you've ever been to Miami, Purple. It's like, let's go to the after party. I'm like, all right, cool, bet. So we end up going in a caravan of cars to an after party mm. on Star Island. Oh. Now, if you know anything about Star Island in Miami, uh, guess who lives there? Stars. Oh, the stars. Thanks, Dad. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> so it's just <laughs> the richest people galore. Um, and, uh, you know, when Will Smith was making that song, Bienvenido in Miami, and he's talking about Will Smith and talking about Madonna, they all lived on Star Island. Oh. So all of a sudden, I don't know where we're going. It's an after party. It's four guys, it's 20 girls. Uh, I like that ratio. I know Talk you about are. supply and demand, ladies and gentlemen. This is a, a financial show a, a, at its core. 
I'm a big advocate of supply and demand. Uh, when there's 20 women and there's four gentlemen, you are high in demand. Yeah. Okay? Or so I thought. No. Or so I thought. Because we entered Star Island, uh, the 20 girls, the four guys, in a caravan of cars. And where are we going? We're going to an after party at a mansion. So we pull up to the mansion. I still don't know where we're going. I walk in. And I'm like, what up? I, I, I'm with, I didn't know two of the guys. I knew one of the other guys. And then Purple was kind of putting those together. I knew a handful of the girls, but I was meeting all the girls. And I quickly realized where I am. I go, uh, oh, that's Vin Diesel. Mm. What's up, Vin? Okay. So we walk in, very nonchalantly, cool. He's sitting there on the couch. I swear to God, sitting on the couch, smoking a cigarette in the house, right? Vin Diesel. And uh, all the girls, of course, are like, oh, the mansion, the parties, the drinks. There's a DJ. They're playing music. Uh, the guys are just kind of doing their thing. Uh, don't tell PBD. Uh -oh. Don't tell. This is a secret. Do not tell PBD. Don't tell him. But every once in a while when I'm drinking, uh -huh. I might have a cigarette. No. I, I might. Ew. I'm not saying I do, but I might. That's all I'm saying. Okay. No bueno. So there's Vin Diesel puffing on a cigarette. And I go, Vin, thanks for uh, opening up your house. Got an extra cig? Go, I kid you not. He goes, oh, my bad, brother. I should have given you one the second you walked in. Hey, you need a light? So I didn't really want to smoke a cigarette, but he's like, here's a cig, here's a light. I'm like, cool, thanks, Vin. He goes, hey, you know, how was your night? I'm like, oh, it was cool, man. You know, we were at Lib partying. Oh, yeah, how do you know Purple? I've known Purple for 10 years. Great, cool, great, awesome. Thanks for being here. If he invited you, you know, you must be cool, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, cool, what are you doing in town? Well, you know... We just did a, uh, the latest uh, Fast and Furious movie. We're shooting in Miami. I'm out here, just here for a month. Rented this house. I'm like, uh, yeah, real piece of shit house you got here. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. He's renting it. It's so funny. So the whole night, we're partying. We're having fun. And the girls are just living their, their life. Uh, I'm spending some time with, with Vin Diesel. We're, we're, you know, just kicking it, like, genuinely like homies. Like, this is, that, this is the weird thing what happens when there's only four dudes around mm. and 20 women. The dudes are not competing at all that much. Right. The women are competing. Yeah. So if anything, him and I are just kind of sitting around smoking a cigarette. Girls are like, hey, Vin! I'm just, I'll gladly take Vin's <laughs> shrapnel. Now, he was behaving, just to, to clear the air. But point is, it's a great time at Vin Diesel's house. Um, but like anything in life, I don't just, I'm not just there for the good time, okay? So Vin Diesel has a buddy, his name is Mikey. If he ever sees this, Vin or Mikey, they'll know exactly what this story is. Uh, Vin goes, hey Mikey, this is Adam, I just added Adam, I've known Mikey and Mikey my whole life. I go, what's up Mikey, how you doing? Cool, cool. I said, what do you think about what all these girls, all that? He's like, hey man, it's all good, have fun. I said, what do you do for work? He's like, I'm Vin's guy, just that's his guy, right? I said, cool. I said, drop some knowledge on me, man. You've been around Vin for all these years. You've seen all sorts of people come and go, all sorts of stars, all sorts of starlets, all sorts of chicks. Like, what you got? Give me, give me some value. And he goes, okay, you want that? And Vin goes, yo, yo, ladies, shut up. Shut up. Tells the <laughs> ladies to be quiet. He goes, Mikey, tell him your thing. Tell him your thing. So Vin Diesel's hyping up his boy. I'm like, I'm all ears. Yeah. He goes, all right. There's three types of people in this world. There's oh. three types of lives. And uh, not everyone can be the third one. 
Most people are the first one. Some people are the second one, uh, creating suspense. I said, what's that, Mikey? He goes, number one, the first type of, per of person lives a caged existence. Mm. They live a caged existence. They're, uh, there's boundaries in life. They can't do what they want to do. They're not free to do what they want to do. They don't have the economic situation. They don't have the country situation. They don't have the uh, type of society or the type of mentality to live the type of existence they want. They lived a very caged existence, a not free existence. This is not the type of life that I want. Mm -hmm. He goes, that's number one. That's the basic person. They live a very caged life. Person number two lives a very content life. They're doing okay. They don't have big dreams. They don't have a big vision. They're fine. They're doing what they're doing. They have a job. They're getting by. They're doing their thing. They're content. And he goes, then there's the third type. Uh-oh. The third type lives a very charged existence. Yeah. This guy is wired for something else. They dream big. They are on fire. They have a mission. They have a purpose. And they are not stopping until they get it. Now, if you want to be that type of caged person who doesn't do anything with their life, that's an option. If you want to be content with your life, you know, and just, hey, everything's honky-dory, that's also okay. That's fine. But if you're that third person, that person who has the rage in their eyes to accomplish something, okay, the person who wakes up every day and says, I want to set this world on fire the world will know my name that person lives what is known as a charged life mm. and i said dude mikey that was fucking ridiculous the women are like the, half the girls barely even speak english obviously miami they're like <laughs> that was so good mikey you're so funny you're so fun like they're just they're like they're, they're probably thinking he's talking about like a caged bird or something <laughs> but the handful of people that weren't fucking on drugs drunk just completely out of it were like, dude, that was dope. And it made me realize, okay, it doesn't have to be a just content. And this was the time of my life where, quite honestly, I was pretty content. Mm. Okay? Had made some money, had great relationships, things were going on, had a girl, everything was just fine. I was like, oh, I want to get this big. I became that big. I'm good I where I want to be. Mm. But what Pat talks about is there are just different levels to success. You might be the best high school athlete, now you got to go to college. Mm -hmm. You might be the best high school college athlete, now you go to the NBA. When you go to the NBA, are you a starter or are you the 12th man? Even when you're a starter in the NBA, are you an MVP candidate? Are you a champion? There's always different levels to reaching the Hall of Fame of life. Right. And if you just set your, you know, they say like shoot for the stars and if you and if you miss, you land on the moon, all that. Yeah. It's so true because some people are just content. Some people are just, hey, dude, I'm fine. I'm good. I don't need to uh, shock the world. I don't need to light up the world. But sometimes it takes a 5 a.m. after party at a mansion on Star Island with Vin Diesel and 20 chicks uh, for someone to just drop knowledge galore uh, that will help shape your life. And I said, holy shit, Mikey. Thank you. Thank you, Vin Diesel, for this amazing advice. I'm going to go light this mother up, okay? And what happened was I got super motivated. I reached back out to PBD, who I hadn't talked to in a while. I was like, dude, mm. what's up? Valuetainment. Are we doing this thing? What's going on? 
The rest is history. Wow. But that was in 2020, 2019. And uh, what inspired that story was because Fast and Furious 10 just came out. Mm -hmm. I think at the time of this story, it was like Fast and Furious 8 or 9. I can't even keep up. But I was like, holy shit, I've never told that Vin Diesel story. Mm. And every time I see Vin Diesel, this is what I think of. After party, smoking a cigarette. What can I get for your brother? Yo, party, chicks, bing. Mikey dropped some knowledge. And then when my one, the, the party kept going. And my one rule that has kept me alive in South Beach for these 40 plus years is the sun goes up. Yeah. Sal's goes down. The sun yeah. was coming up. Uber out. Star Island. Boom. I'm home. Downtown. Call it a night. Uh, but uh, last but not least, they say that access is power. My 10th grade teacher said this to me. I had no clue what it meant, but it's all sort of making sense. He said, you know, people are out there for status, for fame, for money. Don't forget one thing, ladies and gentlemen. Access is power, whether that's political access, whether that's social media access, whether that's Hollywood access, whether that's the new Hollywood podcasting influencer access, athletes, whether that's anything that's going on in the world. If you have access to these types of people, the world is your oyster. And I mm. found myself in situations, whether that was in the nightlife world back in the day, whether that was in the NBA stuff, guys that I dealt with, whether that was in the Kardashian world, mm -hmm. whether that's hanging with PBD and the guys that we're hanging out with now and the world that we're interacting with, access is power. So it's just like, who, it's, you know how they say, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Mm -hmm. No, it's not what you know, who you know, it's who knows you. Mm. So you might know people, but they might not know you. But if people know you, they'll bring you into their world and you can access that world and you can meet some amazing, awesome people out there. Yep. So people kind of get it wrong of, you know, it's not what you know, it's who you know. It's, that's part of it, but it's who knows you. Mm. So uh, shout out to Vin Diesel for that story. What I never story. told you that story. No, Did you I? never. I don't think you told anyone that story. I love how, like, the whole setup was, like, ideal for like man you know mansion house girls hundreds of girls whatever but the main part of that story was the message you got sometimes you get so caught up in you know being in the scene that you miss opportunities for a conversation like that thanks for sharing that story i love that that's what's up get to know you a little bit more there we go hey -o. yeah yes. i think i think i'm at the point of my life like we talked about this the other day with uh, two girls one blood jamie and emily about mm -hmm. partying and drinking and going out and i said look I'm not that dude that doesn't go out. Yeah. I'm not that dude that stays in the house. I would never go out and party and drink. I would, I'm, ne I'm not that dude. Uh, I go out. Yeah. I have a good time. But I've done all the partying, drinking, getting crazy, hungover, ridiculous, stupid stuff. All through my 20s, I've partied enough for 10 lifetimes. But now when I go out, I go out with intention. What am I solving for? Who am I looking to meet? What am I looking to do? Who am I looking to interact with? What am I looking to upgrade my lifestyle with? Well, who am I trying to, like, remember the one time we went out with, yes. we were going to hang out with Andrew Schultz? You're like, yeah. let's go out and party. I'm like, we are going out to network, network and socialize. I said, yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. I almost got a girlfriend that night. That's almost, a whole other story. almost, but it's okay. I almost got a We'll another. have a few more nights. Right, Don't worry, you'll cool. find her. Anyway.